Monday. Monday, Monday. And as you can see, I'm not alone. And we have got uh, Aaron Holt with us from Glad Lead the Generation. To be here. And I'm going to just tag you, Aaron, because you are in this. Oh, good. With me. I am tagged. Yes, you Tag, been, you're it. You're it. <laughs> so, um, and we're going to talk about mental health today, uh, but we're gonna, just going to wait a minute. And so, what's been happening with you, Aaron? Tell us what's going on in your life and, and everything. Man, um, well, personally, I mean, kids are back to school, you know? Okay. Um, and how many do you still have, like, in yeah, high school? So, my, I have two kids that are still in high school. Caleb, my oldest, he's 20 now, so he's out of high school. But um, Emma, uh, my daughter Emma, senior in high school. Wow. And then Ellie is a freshman. Wow. I know. <laughs> Crazy. And um, so they're both playing soccer this year. Yeah. And um, this is fun. So we've been trying to make as many games as possible. And uh, my wife is teaching yeah. second grade. And so we're back to school. And then uh, I'm, um, sometimes I'm, you know, with, with my ministry now, sometimes I'm home for a couple of days in a row or even a yeah. whole week. And then sometimes I'm go, go, go. So yeah. this past weekend I was at... Freedom Valley in Gettysburg for the weekend, mm -hmm. and uh, spoke there four times over the weekend with um, Pastor Candice and Pastor Jason Hollenbach. Yeah, and, um, yeah. Jay's awesome. So, he does activities yeah. at our uh, second week of youth camp. Yeah, he was he was actually talking about camp. We went out to oh, eat, and yeah. he was like, "Man, I'm so excited for camp this year." You know, which is yeah. cool. Yeah, he loves camp. Yeah, and, well, we love camp too, obviously. Yeah. But he's one of our biggest like. Yeah. You know, camp enthusiast. Uh, he's he's like already like pumped about it. He's you know? very creative yeah. with yeah. the games, mm -hmm. and you know, so he's, uh, he's awesome. And and we want to pray. I think uh, before we're done here today for uh, Candice and mm -hmm. Aaron. So yeah. So Candice is the lead of the kind of the main campus yep. of yep. Freedom Valley in Gettysburg, and yep. it's not a secret. It's been talked about publicly and openly that Aaron has Aaron Pringle, her husband, has uh, kidney yeah. challenges, and yeah. he's awaiting a transplant. Two, about about two weeks, yeah. uh, they have a date for October, mm -hmm. and um, so they're actually I think they're probably at, at doing some testing this week, maybe even today if I remember correctly. So yeah, yeah. definitely want to be and praying it, for them. Really, he should have had it by now. Yeah, but uh, just ongoing challenges and so it's yeah. at times it gets very dire so yeah we always want to keep candace and aaron in our yeah, prayers absolutely and uh so we'll, we'll pray for them a little later and it's kind of a it's kind of another low-key birthday week okay but we do want to say happy birthday this coming sunday we're to ready kimmy kelly Woo you gotta make your own noise yeah i know i days. realize that it doesn't it's a, it's a... so kimmy uh and her husband jake are youth pastors uh Four and a half months or so really? on the job at New Life in Lancaster. That's awesome. That's so, a great church. So, and a, great we church. try to get all the birthdays, but honestly, if you don't have your birthday on Facebook, <laughs> we're working on making our database better. Yeah. But uh, our database isn't great either. So if you're not on Facebook and if you're not a friend of mine on Facebook, just text Lee your birthday. Text Lee your birthday. Yeah, like, this is leave, my birthday. I hate to leave anybody out. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, but, um, so anyway, and, uh, then, so happy birthday to Kimmy Kelly. And we also ha have some announcements, our youth pastors hike coming up, uh, October 24th through 26th. And you've done one of those it's, hikes with me before it was years awesome. ago. It was uh, awesome. Yeah. When I was youth alive, we used yeah. to, we did that once. We did that once actually. Uh, I know. I'm sad. I'm going to miss this one. I, uh, I, it goes back to a family commitment on my part because that those two days are the end of the right. season, end of the soccer season tournament. Yeah, and uh, and, and you were the first one I texted. Yeah, I, I wanted to like, come. Hey, we're doing it. I wanted so, to come, and um, you know. but my daughters that'll be their big tournament, and because Emma's a senior, I'm like I can't, I yeah. just can't miss it. You know, I got to be there. So well, I've started yeah. my training because you know yeah. 
hard to tell. <laughs> exactly in the best shape of my oh. life right now. So I've started my training, started hiking last week. Did you? Okay. And uh, so that's in process. How many miles are you going to do on the hike? Well, it's going to be about 25, 26, 26 miles, okay. I think. But it's a lot. day two is a 16-mile day. That's, well, that's a big so day. So that, that's a big day. That's a big day. That's okay. a big day. And we're going to hike. We'll hike. We'll start up high. Yeah. Kind of go down up and then down into Duncannon. We have a church yeah. there that sits right on the trail. Now, are you going to coach everybody who comes on what kind of food and gear? And well, stuff we have like a list up of, okay. like, recommended stuff. But yeah. actually, later this week, we're going to... Jess and I are going to make a video yeah. of like what, what what's in my bag. You okay, know, we'll have my bag here. What it looks like. That's what cool. you need. And so, in, in, you know, like I know we have a lot of members who've looked at that info sheet. Of, yeah. Like a lot of people who are maybes on the hike. Yeah. I think they're looking yeah. at this, and I think we're so we're going to try to provide some videos and say Good. like. Yeah, you know, um, this is what my bag looks like, and, yeah. and practically what you need and what you need I, to borrow. When we did Kili together, yeah, the one thing I always remember, uh, the the in the conference calls before when they were trying to prep us was the, the the professional guys would always say, "There's no such thing as bad weather on the mountain, just bad gear." <laughs> <laughs> and I which is, which is a lie. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't really understand what it meant until I got there, and I realized like. Oh, what you really meant was if my gear or like if I'm not prepared, then the weather is going to be even worse. Yeah, and um, I mean, there's a weather. spiritual truth there too. Yeah, right. right. Yeah. right. <laughs> but, That's right. Yeah. So, but um, but but yeah, like so. Yeah, I would. He he's got some good stuff. He, you helped me a lot when we went on that hike to make sure I had all the right stuff. I think I cooked up like three pounds of bacon <laughs> and had it in like a big bag, and I was just munching on like. Uh, bacon the whole time to get some yeah, fat and right. you know, whatever in my system, but yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, there is bad weather. It turns out I'm Kilimanjaro. Yeah. <laughs> so, so have good gear. It's have kind good of, gear. Kind of the inverse. Have of good that. gear. Yeah. Have good gear. Yeah. It's worth it. It's yeah. Worth it to have the Thrive right Conference next week. That's gonna be awesome. Formerly known for as Ministers Enrichment. Yes. Now Thrive Conference. Yep. And uh, so I know you'll be there. Yep. I'll be there. And actually, Monday night, and I don't think I told you this, but this is kind of just a decision we made. Monday night, we're going to have a, a youth pastors get together. Awesome. And so we used to go to Applebee's. Yeah. And so so for years at Ministers Enrichment, there was nothing after the services. So we'd go to Applebee's. Yeah. Well, a couple years ago, the district started providing snacks nice. and stuff. And the bonfires are going. Yeah. So what we're doing is the district is going to have some food after service Monday night and Tuesday night. But we're getting the David Center on cool. Monday night. And That's we're great. also, in addition to what the district district is providing we're gonna have wings uh, brought into the david center there's been some discussion about youth pastor diet you, yeah so yeah, the youth yeah, pastor yeah. diet youth pastor hangout <laughs> some of the youth pastors i caught in a dialogue would like to play like settlers of Catan or oh, Dutch that's yeah. not all my speed yeah yeah but we're gonna have games and stuff yeah. there we have some switches in house that we use for camp so we'll yeah. have some of the switches that's set cool up. um so and, and then just kind of social stuff there's some like games that you can play that don't require a lot of thinking just to sit across from each other. Yeah. So we'll have some stuff like that. So just hanging out at the Thrive Conference That'll Monday be awesome. night after the service. Um, so we don't have to leave the campus when you just stay there and, good. and hang out. And, and, then, and then that will cost you all less. Yeah. And it'll be good social. It's better than hanging out at Applebee's where you can only talk to the person across from you. Yep. So, so that's happening. We want to say welcome to some new members. Uh, that we have, and every day I feel like I'm learning about a new leader, a new youth pastor in a mm. church in our mm -hmm. district. So, Jim Ginther, we want to say welcome to Jim Ginther. Uh, he is at uh, Wayne Jackson's church, the, and Wayne is the uh, 
presbyter of the Southwest Metro section. Awesome. And uh, welcome, Jim. He is a volunteer uh, or bivocational youth pastor. That's awesome. Rebecca Clegg, we want to say welcome to Rebecca. Rebecca and her husband is uh, are the youth leaders at Newport Assembly of God for three years. Mm. And they're kind of part-time-ish there. Uh, and Rebecca's husband, well, she said she's the social media queen. Her <laughs> husband is not on social yeah, media, yeah, but yeah. welcome to both Rebecca and her husband. Kyle Beatty, new hire at New Beginnings Church, uh, which was formerly First Assembly of Punxsutawney. They went through a name change. So Kyle, Punxsutawney. welcome to Kyle. Met Kyle at Fearless West nice. uh, this Saturday and got to know him a little bit better. Yeah. So welcome, Kyle. And Bethany Gardner, who is... Uh, uh, her and her husband are the youth leaders, youth pastors at Monroeville Assembly of God, where Fearless West was hosted. That's awesome. And great to meet face-to-face. You guys had a great Fearless event this past weekend and the whole month. Yeah, yeah. we had 190 was, registered. That's about 187. Yeah. Sorry, the evangelist, the spirit of the evangelist came with me a little bit. Uh, that was the exact <laughs> hey, what are you saying? <laughs> Sorry, the evangelist Aaron Holt. I got a little enthused. 187 registered That's great. attendees. That so is more than twice what we had when we so we had 80 yeah. the first year at Irwin, and we had about 125 to 130 last year registered at Allison Park. So 187. We're thrilled about what we're sensing so God doing in Pittsburgh. And we had a meeting last week in Pittsburgh, at West Mifflin, which is just south of Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. of course. Uh, at Ryan Deal's church, Walnut yep. Grove, we had 16 in attendance. Yeah, youth pastors, youth Ryan's leaders. Ryan's lead pastor, Bill Gallus, is one yeah. of my one of my mentors. So really? I, oh yeah, he, yeah. I didn't know that. Oh yeah, Bill. So Bill, Bill was very meaningful um, to me, and just spent a lot of time mentoring me when I was young and starting to minister. Yeah, that's amazing, and yeah. such an awesome dude. Oh, he's amazing. And uh, Ryan's yeah. Ryan's 12 years at Walnut I know, Grove. I know. Amazing. Yeah. We had I discovered that Donnie Marsh, who's the youth pastor at Riverside in Oakmont. Mm-hmm. Is the long probably the longest serving yeah. full time vocational youth pastor at a church yeah. in our district twenty four years Amazing. Amazing. at the same he he's church. the new Dave Twist <laughs> well he's the new Ben Rivera oh that too that too yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah. Ben was the new Dave yeah yeah because Ben was there for a long time and Dave before him so yeah, yeah. and so uh, Donnie was at the meeting last week that's great as well as we have a lot of new youth pastors in the suburban section and some were there. Amazing. We love what we sense God doing through the Spirit in the Pittsburgh section. So good. Uh, of unity. And we will have some congratulations to give out as well. Congratulations to Donnie for yeah. being yeah. uh, our discovery. Yeah. But congratulations to him for for serving so uh, faithfully for so long. So good. And congratulations to Micah Marshall. I was at Micah's uh, Refuge Youth Network They're fundraising banquet. Stuff. Yeah. Friday night in Altoona, yeah. successful banquet, and yeah. they raised several thousand dollars uh, through that. Uh, I won a sil- I won in the silent auction a getaway. Did you? And so Good I was happy you. to make a contribution yeah. there as well to what Mike is doing. I lost <laughs> the Santa Express train out of Everett. <laughs> silent auction bid, but I won another one. That's good. But uh, yeah, Micah's got a very interesting model, and we're, we're going to have him on a buildcast. No, he's great. And I've, I've had so. I had him do a breakout at the uh, Lead Generation Conference last year, and or early this year in the spring, and just uh, 
He does. He has a really great model for what he's doing in youth ministry. Yeah, and uh, so Mike, well, we're going to have Michael on um, yeah. as soon as we um, have uh, the opportunity in our schedules. Yeah. So congratulations to uh, both Micah and Donnie, and let's talk about mental health. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're going to be on for just a few minutes. I'm a little dressed up today. We're, we're going over to the state capitol today. you got to look nice. Yes, and uh, and hopefully I'm not. I'm sure that we have a state representative who's an Assembly of God member at uh, Chambersburg. Mm. Baron Lawrence is the youth pastor, and Rob Kaufman's been a representative there, and he's one of the one of the leaders, I think, for the Republican Caucus uh, on on in Harrisburg. Wow! And he's giving us a tour today, or mm. uh, um, some kind of we're, we're being treated to a tour oh, and cool. lunch. And so, so we can see all kinds of pictures on your Facebook feed. From I'm going to have that picture. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know that it will be a, yeah. a detailed, okay. you know, yeah. a record of what went exactly. on. But, but we, you know, anytime I'm out with anybody, I want to highlight what they're doing. Yeah, you know, that's awesome. and, and congrats to Scott Winter, by the way, who was uh, installed yesterday. At you Berlin did that. Assembly. I saw that. I saw your pictures. My first that's installation. That's awesome. Which I, was, I thought maybe they made a mistake when they called me, <laughs> but no, like Scott and I, yeah. we have a we have a friendship, and so he asked me to come. That's a really cool moment, though. And that's so, really cool. Uh, happy, sad moment mm-hmm. for me, uh, saying you know goodbye to him and his role as a youth pastor. Right. Uh, but uh, welcome to him in his role as the yeah. lead pastor. Yeah, and uh, so we're thrilled. But uh, anyway, we're headed over there, so we're gonna. This won't be too long, but we want to talk a little bit about mental health, and we have a free gift that comes from the national office. Uh, actually, it's a gift from the national office to Assemblies of God leaders, and we're gonna post it here today. Uh, it, some of you may know about it, but I've discovered a lot of people do not know about it. It was mm-hmm. launched at General Council, so we're gonna talk about that. Um, but mental health, obviously. Yeah. We're not just hearing in the church, but in society, a lot mm-hmm. about mental health today. Yeah. And um, I think uh, one one of the things that we are trying to do culturally, just as a society, is to have healthier conversations yeah. and healthier understandings of mental health. And I think in the church, what we are having an awakening to is mental health for ministry professionals. Yeah. Or people who are volunteering in ministry, um, and and even helping our church people to become more aware yeah. of mental health issues. But obviously, the work of the ministry is a spiritual engagement. It's yeah. challenging compared. You know, when you go to work in a, a, a in a secular job, you know, like I I would do roofing in my days off when mm-hmm. I was youth pastor. A lot of times, when I put those tools away, I'm done roofing. Yep. But the work of the ministry is a spiritual it's calling. Yep. It's a, and, you know, it takes, it is possible at the end of the day to leave work at work. Yeah. But that is a practiced art yeah. that most of us have to learn. Yeah. Because instinctually we want to take it with yeah. us. It's a calling. It's, yeah. it's not just a, it's not just even a if, job. And even if you don't take it with you mentally as far as like a task list or even a, even stress in your life, you oftentimes take it with you emotionally. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And so, you know, um, so so we're trying to kind of, I think, culturally in the church have these conversations as our culture is also having conversations about mental health. Uh, and so, you know, I always go to Elijah, yeah. who provides us the example, uh, what we can see in Scripture of, of a, a guy who is struggling with depression and right after... Right after a big victory. The confrontation. A mountaintop experience. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Mount Carmel. Yeah. Um, uh, 
He has this confrontation with the prophets of Baal. He wins. He prays and fire falls from heaven. Like, man, if that happened at Fearless, <laughs> I, I don't know what we'd do. Right. <laughs> like, right. If that happened at convention, if that happened at camp. Um, and then he prays and the drought is over and rain falls. Rain you know, falls. And it hadn't rained, for, hadn't rained for three years at that point. You know, and and so it's not just a spiritual like yeah. victory. It's a practical victory. In every way. For the whole countryside. It's... I almost think, as I've studied that text, that, that Elijah's expectation when fire fell from heaven and then the drought was broken was that revival was going to break forth mm. throughout the country of Israel. Right. And it doesn't seem as if that took place. It, it, you know, and, That's great. And so I, I wonder if that ultimately, when you start to read through First Kings 19 and you see him running for his life and going to the cave and, and you know, saying, I'm done, you know. Right. <laughs> um I, I wonder if some of that emotionally for him is, is such is that that letdown of I expected something significant to happen, even more significant than what did happen, and right. it didn't. Right. So now I'm okay. Sure. Forget it. I'm done. I'm, yeah. I'm, you know. Yeah. You know. So he I'm, gets threatened. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Which 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 you wouldn't think would bother him, <laughs> right? You just killed hundreds of prophets of Baal, right. called down fire from heaven, and made a small cloud turn into a torrential downpour. Right. And then you get like a text message from somebody saying, that's it. And he's like, oh man, I'm done. Yeah. You know, like it's, it's weird. Yeah, it's kind of weird. It is. And on that scale, we've not been there, but right. emotionally, spiritually, a yeah. lot of us have been there. Oh yeah, absolutely. And uh, so, of course, the, the pinnacle of his depression, uh, 1 Kings 19, chapter 4 uh, went into, he went. He left his young servant. Went into the desert. Another day's journey. So he just he runs, right? He's running for his life, or from um, his life. <laughs> yeah. He came to a lone broom bush and collapsed in its shade, wanting in the worst way to be done with it all, to just die. And then he prays, "Enough of this, God. Take my life. Yeah. I'm ready to join my ancestors in the grave." Yeah. Yeah. And he prays that God would kill him. And you almost wonder if he's not, you know, he's not confronting the evil, but you almost wonder if he's going out there to die. Like yeah. he's trying to commit suicide because this angel then comes and he wakes up and there's food. Yeah. And he doesn't know where it came from. It came from God. And so there's this idea almost that he's gone out to die. Hmm. He, he doesn't want to eat. He doesn't want to drink. Yeah. And God provides him right. with this. And, and it's almost like he's saying, don't let me just starve to death. Like, which is my plan, right? <laughs> you know, and I'm kind of putting some words, obviously, sure. in the scripture, but that's the sure. picture that's painted here. Yeah, and he's saying, just take me now. You yeah, know, let me die. Yeah, God. yeah. And uh, total so, emotional collapse, total burnout. Of you know, that's the word we use a lot, right? Yeah. Total overwhelmed. Like just kind of like on the heels of a great victory, mind you. Yeah. Um, I'm done. You know, right. I'm just I'm just done. Right. Um, I love the humanity of this part of Elijah's story. Because let's be honest, I don't relate to anything else like killing prophets of Baal or calling down fire from heaven yeah. or calling a drought, you know, right. all the miracles. Like, I don't really relate to that. That seems superhuman to me. But in chapter 19, I see the humanity. This is the first part where I'm like, okay, I, I've had those strong feelings of wanting to give up or just wanting to call it quits and saying I'm done. It's the, really for me personally, it's the first part of Elijah's story that I feel like I can really relate to. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Without a question. So I think, you know, for our purposes today, mental health is something that people have struggled with no matter how powerful they were spiritually. Right. Yeah. Uh, depression, anxiety, these are some normal things. Yeah. 
Uh, and so, but but one of the things we have to just kind of express is that there's help out there. And yeah. I don't know what you do when you're needing to deal with it. I like to go to the woods and go on a hike. Even worship just mm. helps calm my mind. Yeah. We were saying, peace be still at fearless. Yeah. You know, which I don't think I've ever sang that as a worship song. I've always, yeah. I always heard yeah. it, but the, there's that line, like, peace, peace over me. Yeah. And yeah. It's actually like a really, it's kind of a weird part of the song because it's not peaceful. It's like intense and it's, it's even a little like shrill. You know? But I'm like, I'm like, I, I receive. I need this in yeah. my life. Yeah. You know, peace. Yeah. It's fine. It's okay. Yeah. It's going to be okay. And so we all kind of do these different things to cope. Um, but one of the things, one a member of our Pendale Ministry Network family said to me last week, you know, because uh, we were talking about social media and how open things are today and he said you know when we started seeing a therapist and in, in his wife sees a therapist he maybe sees a therapist not it's not a marital thing it's just individually like needing to vent right uh things changed tremendously when we stopped using social media for therapy mm. and started actually talking to a therapist right Right. And so there's nothing wrong with those kinds of things. Right. Um, I've seen a therapist from time to time yeah. uh, to talk through things. Yeah. Uh, that is normal. Uh, and so I think, you know, we want to normalize this idea that there's depression, that there's anxiety in ministry. There's anxiety and depression, period. And it's okay. To, you know, sometimes we need to talk to someone about that. Yeah. It's fine. Find ways to cope. Find help. Never give up. What we never want to normalize is the idea of ending it all. Yeah. And God didn't allow Elijah to normalize that. Right. He came alongside him, sustained him, brought right. him through that. So right. those are the kinds of, you know, the, the far end of our social challenges, our emotional challenges, our spiritual challenges. You know, the far end of that can be darkness. That's what we have to fight against. Yeah. There will be a better day. You know, tomorrow will be a better day. And just have this water. It's like the angel saying to Elijah, you know, yeah. go to this cave. It's a, right. There's a better time coming. There's a better day coming. Yeah. For Elijah, it was, you know, the revelation of God through that still small silence that he was experiencing. Um, for us, you know, what, what does that look like? We don't know. Yeah. But let's get to this free resource because I got to hit the road. And the national office formed a, a committee for mental health, for our yeah. ministers. That's great. Um, which uh, which certainly applauded them. But one of the things they announced at General Council that is actually probably the best kept secret right now in the Assemblies of God yeah. is a free subscription to Right Now Media. Right Now for, Media is awesome. Yeah. yeah. And this is for Assemblies of God leaders. Yeah. I, I don't even think you have to be a credential holder per se. I'm, yeah. I'm not really sure. But Right Now Media has a library of mental health resources, yeah. videos, things that help coach you through things. And so there is a free uh, subscription. And I don't know the limits of that, like how long it lasts. Is it perpetual? Is I'm it not, a year? Yeah, I don't know I'm not really sure, but we know it's out there and we want to provide that for you. So we're putting the link right now in Boom. the uh, Facebook live feed. You can click on this. You know, Don't be sharing this link with people <laughs> who shouldn't have it. But this is for leaders and Assemblies of God churches. And you can click on this. You can get a free account, and you get access really to the entire library of Right Now Media. Yeah. Which for me, like their kids' videos are amazing. Amazing so for my son stuff. Judah. Yeah. But they have a great library of small group things. My uh, son runs videos. a young adult small group, and he uses all the Right Now Media yeah. stuff. Yeah. So it's great. You can click on the link. You can get this, and um, if you need someone to talk to, if you need to know it's a better day, talk to somebody. If you have nobody else, you know, hey, I'll talk to you. You mm -hmm. know, Facebook. If you don't know my number. 
Facebook messaged me, you know, through this platform. Yeah. I'm sure you would say the same thing. Absolutely. You know, um, and you can get Aaron on Facebook or if you have his information. You, you have to be so. intentional about growth in any area of your life, but especially in this area of your life. That's it's right. It's not going to come by accident. It really right. doesn't. So be intentional about seeing a therapist or yeah. be intentional about a coach or a mentor or about what you're reading or yeah. about your consumption of social media. Those are all intentional decisions. Yeah, and you said something earlier uh, just when we were talking before this as friends about the comparison game on social media. Oh, yeah, it's it's way too easy. It's it's it's. I mean, I find myself, especially with what I do in ministry now, it's so easy to be looking at maybe what some of my other evangelist friends are doing and being like, oh, wow, must be nice. Yeah. And, and and you don't realize how quickly you fall into that comparison trap. That's right. That's right. And it's just too easy. So that's what I mean when I say like being intentional about your consumption of social media. Mm -hmm. it's, it's making wise decisions right. about emotionally when is it good for you and when is it not good for yeah. you. And when do I need to put it to the side and when can I embrace it and use it as the tool that it can be. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So let's pray. And uh, I need to get to a meeting. And I yeah. know you've got a meeting I do. coming up. Yeah. So. Go ahead, Aaron. Would you pray for yeah, us? Yeah, I'd love to. Um, Jesus, we just thank you. We know that you're always there for us, Lord. We know that we're never alone, Lord. But um, there are many times when we do very much emotionally feel like we're in the valley. We're in a dark place. And um, God, we need you more than ever in those moments. Yes. And God, we just pray right now for anyone who's watching uh, right now live or watches this video mm -hmm. at some point in the future. God, we pray that you'll help them to not only sense and know your presence like you did for mm -hmm. Elijah in the cave. And he walked out of the cave into the presence of God. <laughs> but um, we pray that, Lord, you will help surround us with the right people, the right voices, the right coaches, the mm -hmm. right mentors, the right therapists, those that can yes. guide us. And uh, help help us, Lord, to be wise um, in knowing what the right thing to do is, Lord, when we're wrestling with our emotions. Help us to be courageous, Lord, and do it, even if it's hard. Mm -hmm. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you. We love Thanks, you. We guys. believe in you.